city of angels is black and gold. You are listening to the Heart of LAFC podcast. And now, Joseph Zacker. Welcome, everyone. Yes, I am Joseph Zacker for today. Unfortunately, Joseph can't be with us today. He's not feeling 100%. So for that, you got me and Tony Stephanie and, and all that, so I'm taking over from Joseph. It's me, your boy, Bam, and with me today is Tony. Tony, how are you? Doing pretty well, Bam. How is everything? Good intro. Let's get this rolling. It's going to be a very, I guess, very uh, Mickey Mouse kind of uh, pod. Today. Oh, it's, it's going to be unique, that's for sure. It's definitely going to be unique. Um, let's get straight into it, shall we? So... Breaking news, what, what have we got there for breaking news for us, Tony? So breaking news is Gareth Bale finally got announced at, in the press conference for LAFC. Um, there, of course, there were some boys, some of our boys from 3252 there celebrating things. And just the introduction to Bale was very, the, I heard from multiple sources in there that it was packed from, from end to end. Everybody wanted to press. Uh, he said a lot of things you expect from him. Like I said, he seems to have the passion back in in football because, again, coming for Real Madrid, there's a lot of pressure, especially with a big club like that. And so now he can kind of relax and play football again and not have to worry about the media pretty much destroying them. But, again, we're in L.A., so we'll see what happens moving forward. Oh, d- definitely, definitely. Like, it being away from the media isn't is going to be different to being the media in uh spain and all that kind of stuff so it'll be interesting to see how the media takes it especially in la and around the world as well with some other news coming through is that we've got this um young kid adrian Fien from Bayern munich out training with us at the moment um he's a bit of a cautionary tale he had his last um loan out from Bayern munich cut short so see what's really going on there his value is currently around the $770,000 mark, which for a 23-year-old um, uh, defensive center mid should be good for us to take up. It will leave, leave some pressure from Ilya, so we'll see what happens there. He does have a contract with Bayern Munich until June 30th, 2023, so we'll see how that goes there. Um, I was, I was like, one of my cats just <laughs> said each other. Sorry for the background, but... Um... Fortunately, I don't believe he's going to be a DP player. He doesn't seem to fit that. Um, our boy Tilo from Black Army pretty much knows everything German-related from Bundesliga is the best way to for sources. And um, like I said, if we get the one that we're supposed to get, this could be a good deal for us. But if we get the other side, then it's going to kind of backfire. But it's not a lot of money, hopefully. No, no. Like as you said, like I don't see him coming in as a DP. Like I'll take him and s- see what we can do with him because we have been able to evolve some younger players. So we'll see how this goes too. And there was another guy out trying with us at the moment. Well, we do not know if he was a trialist or anything, but um, Marquez's son was shown on social media showing his new ta- his leg tattoo with the LAFC Crest logo shorts on. And when I say Marquez, I mean Rafa Marquez, um, captain of Mexico for four World Cups, 
one of the best defenders Mexico's ever produced. Unfortunately, he played for Barcelona, but two-time champion Champions League winners with them as well, and a starter, not a bench player, one of the main back four for them. So um, his son is supposedly, from the looks of it, wanting to come to L.A. or trialing with L.A. Last I remember, you think he was with the youth program at Atlas, though. I I'd happily take him. You know, you've got these kids that have brilliant fathers that have played all around the world that want to come play for LA. Give him a shot. What's the worst that could happen? So that's <laughs> that's yeah, all news exactly. so far. Um, Should we just uh, get me. into the game? Should we just get into yeah. this game? Because honestly, I, this I, is what we're all waiting for. Like. This was a built-up for the weekend. Of course, it was a busy weekend just all over L.A. Um, we had our game. We had our rivalry game with Carson. And then, of course, Angel City had their rival game with San Diego. But as you see in the spoiler section, if you're watching live, spoiler alert. But it was, <laughs> like I said, I was there 7 o'clock bright and early, getting ready, took the day off like most people did to get this things started and i'm sorry for anyone who i met that day that i wasn't my usual self it's just derby games are a different feel and i was more focused on what i needed to do and what we need to do in the 3252 for that day so unfortunately i'm sorry if i wasn't my cheery self and afterwards we were all dead tired and i couldn't celebrate as much as i wanted to but what do you, what was your thoughts on the on the match before we break into the highlights, Bam? Before you break all into it, um, I do have to say that I ended up going out to my local uh, bar to watch the game. They had the baseball on before the game, and because the Yankees was went overtime, the game didn't get sh- get straight live. So luckily, the bar was able to do a workaround, put up a um the game for me, so I was able to watch the game live from the get go. For me, it was. It's a different beast of a game. Derbies are always a different beast. So for that, let's get straight back into it. Um, the lineups for us, we obviously had Kripo in the goals. Um, Hollingshead, Murillo, Ibiaga, and Palacios in the defense. And mid was Sifu, Ilya, and Acosta. And up front, we had Vela, Chicho, and Moose. Uh, for Carson, they went with a 4-4-2, bonding gold, obviously. Um the snake in defense, Williams, Kubli, and Arreo in defense with him. Um, Grenzer, Ravenslow, Delgado, and Alvarez in the mid, and Jovlich and Chicharito up top. So let's get into the highlights, shall we, Tony? So I guess the first highlight we have to mention is our smoke show that we decided to put on because there was no TIFO for the day, and we decided to go full like i guess smokes were the uh, theme for the weekend because there was our smoke show and then also flamingo decided to put their own smoke show too so hopefully maybe we can get to that point um i know it was a i know to that point we need a lot of help just getting a lot of people around there but it was a very kind of an F you to Carson to being like, we'll show you that we don't even need a TIFO and we'll show you how to progress the culture 
moving forward the 3252 what was how did it show it on tv or did you see any highlights of it no this they didn't show any of that on the tv but i did see all the photos and videos on twitter instagram and all that um shared it with a lot of my mates over here and a lot of them were really impressed with it seeing that we really did black out la like we said we we're going to do so it was getting traction around social media with all the smoke so one day i'd like to see that happening here in australia but unfortunately those are banned by the government so i doubt we'll be seeing that anytime soon hey man i hopefully it comes like i said you guys down there have some cool rituals as well and would love to have those in there but again it's very cultural based and we like to keep culture in their certain cultures and things for themselves but moving on forward um let's just get to the real highlights and the man of the match honestly for for us and probably the leader uh sifu sifuentes um on and off man of the match because if you've noticed um gareth bale has number 11 because of sifu sifu a very young man make history 11 gave it to bale and move forward so honestly shout out to sifu for doing that but in the 17th minutes, we have a corner kick from Acosta and pretty much rips it into the middle. You f- he finds Sifu pretty much unmarked. Um, there is a Carson player trying to head it, but he outjumps him and we go up 1-0 and it was ex- exploded the whole stadium again. Fully packed crowd, ready for the event, and it was just madness after that. Uh, what were your thoughts on that call, Bam? It was a beautiful set piece. That's definitely for sure. Um, I do have to say, if Sifu can out-jump you, you shouldn't be jumping for a ball, plain and simple. <laughs> it's like if Blessing out-jumps you, what are you trying to do? You know, just learn how to jump. But it was... I got called out after the last episode by saying that uh, Sifu had never scored starting, so it was good to good to see him score, score a goal while starting. So I'll definitely take that. <laughs> <laughs> of course and like i said it it was like um it was going great for the first like the, we were dominating most of the possession there were some questionable defensive moves but overall our defense you can tell the impact Kilini had on the general because also um while warming up um, around the around around the time when, like you know, as most of you know, they warm up right in front of thirty two fifty on the sidelines right there. Kilini was yelling at Max at defenders to be like, "Hey, watch this! They like to do this. They like to do that. You know, you should move this guy here and stuff like that." So as a we haven't seen those that since honestly, who we're gonna play next? Walker Zimmerman days where he was a very general in the back and yelling at even when he was on the field. So it was honestly a a good being there hearing that as i'm cheering and as as everybody else is cheering still able to hear kilini even out giving orders and showing how much of a defensive general he is and knowing about the game but um we have to get into this and sorry to bring up from the high in the 55th minute grand series ended up scoring for us for them sorry not us they're not from la so uh, for them and it was a kind of a, again, the way they're going to beat us, and this is their game plan throughout the, the whole game, and 
even the last two games, is counterattack, counterattack, counterattack. They know we like to press. They know we like to move fast, hard. And so when they get an opportunity to counterattack, that's what they ended up doing. Um, we lost the ball field. A couple passes, finds grains are right open and gets it past Max. And we ended up tying 1-1 into the half. And honestly, it was it, it was like a bittersweet moment because we were doing so well and we were having control in the game because they came out flat-footed. We came out, like, I believe we came out from rewatching the game and everything very, we knew this meant something not just for us table for moving forward into just getting the cup. Well, what was your first thoughts yeah. on a first half? Well, first half we played brilliantly. Like, we kept them scoreless. They scored in the 55th minute, so... With that, you know, not much we can do about that. The first 15 minutes of the second half before they scored, I would say they had the bit of the upper hand. We, They they must have gotten something said in the locker rooms for them to come out how they did. They came out they came out like the Carson that, that they've always came out at from the get-go normally. This game, they didn't come out like that. So with them scoring in the 55th minute, it was... Wasn't against the run of play. It was good football by them. So I have to give them props for that. So um, obviously we know what happens next in the 70th minute. Go for it, man. Like let's break it down. Yeah. Like in the 72nd minute, or sorry, 70, 70th minute, another another amazing goal by Sifu. Again, it was a, I, I feel like we always have this conversation. Was it a pass or was it a shot? Because it was from Vela from the outside where he usually shoots that nice left-footed curl and we have two bodies in in the in the middle to redirect it and unfortunately and fortunately for us Sifu and was one of those that connected and just push it in and again crowd erupted we go crazy it's the bank is just feeling the energy it, it, it it's honestly see this is like seafood's like crowning moment that we needed to do that like honestly he's been putting in so much work even last year when he was pretty much carrying the team until chicho arango came around and this is the seafood that honestly i do not see as keeping him for an, maybe another year he's most likely being sold to some club in Europe after this. It's it's a bittersweet. I don't want to see him go, but at the same time, I know he has to go because he's only going to get better and better. And he deserves to go to Europe. He's a top. There's not many people on our roster that I would say, I can't see them going to Europe at some stage. He definitely has to go to Europe at some stage. I think he will absolutely kill it over there. Exactly. And, Honestly, I'm just moving forward, like with all that energy going through not just the 3252, but the whole crowd, like getting into it. And honestly, that's like, I think we had like a call to arms, which we were finally getting because in the in that call of arms without all that energy got into it because in the 70 sec, 72nd minute, Chicho Arango ends up scoring with a nice pass, like a nice leadoff pass from Bella, to be honest. Um, he gave him a nice pass into it, and the the smarts to take on the player to take on the player one on one, and not even like cross it into the middle, like pretty much pass it to see if 
Chicho and Chicho just drag it to the right hand side and just slot it into the left hand corner. And it, it was like I said, Chicho the whole game was knocking at that door and to for him to finally pretty much just break open that door open and like literally explode the energy out and even Chiellini came out of the warm-ups to celebrate with the team and I saw Joseph like celebrating with Chiellini patting on the back as everybody's going crazy and honestly it was no better feeling because I I I think I felt we, we we it was our game it was our game to lose is the best way to say it what about you bam yeah going that third goal gave us a two goal buffer it gave us a little bit of a not so much relief but a okay we've got this we can hold on you know we can't pretty much we can't lose from here like we could draw it but we can't lose from here they're going into that in the 81st minute. What happened there, Tony? Uh, so I had flashbacks. I don't know how most of you felt, but I felt, here we go again. This is... Uh, anyone knows during a derby match is just when Carson gets that second goal and comes back, it was... I, I just felt I'm like, are we going to throw this game and like be the old team of old? But... uh Raven Wilson, I don't even know. I don't care his name. I will butcher every Carson's name if you're not not important to me. But ended up scoring a goal on a very broken play on the defensive end. It was very sloppy, very sloppy on the defensive end for that goal. It was um, we didn't keep it tight. It was very, very like hit and miss, and then honestly push it past, and they ended up scoring. Pretty much for his for their second goal of the game, making it up three two. And honestly, it was I don't think as much as that that uh, PTSD PTS uh, D or whatever it is um, of of every match of like they're coming back, they're coming back. We 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 roared it out, and I honestly came out the win for three two. And what what are your thoughts on just the game in general? Unless you want to talk about that goal because that defensive breakdown is not the greatest of all. No, that, that, that defensive breakdown was our defense of old, you know, it's, it's something that we used to do regularly and now it's happens once in a blue moon. So for that, I'm, I'm going to let that slide too much because we don't see defensive breakdown like that with our club for a while. And I can't see us happening like that again, especially with who's due, due to come into the game too. Um, do you have to say like the yellow, only copying one yellow card from us what was an interesting one. I thought we probably would have gotten some more yellow cards in that game. But um, with only Palacios copying the yellow card, he will be missing the trip to Nashville, which I'm okay with. I'm okay with. He, he's been working hard. He can take a break for that. Um, the fact that they still had players left on the field in the end there, I thought the referee dropped the ball a bit there, you know, Edwards should have gotten a couple more yellows for abusing the sideline officials and all that, but <laughs> he, he got lucky there for sure. Um, for me, it was a great game, hard fought. We never, we never turned away and switched off. We always kept pushing. We wanted to score more, that's for sure. You could see that the 
the players want to run the scoreboard up against them. That's definitely the way I saw it. Yeah, and you're absolutely right. And that's how I saw it too. It's like they wanted to make a statement for us and they understood the importance of the game the the plan uh the players is like i said i me and joseph were able to go to a q a at party b party beer co with max and max pretty much talked about that about his ritual and how he um understood the whole the importance of the game but he of course any of you guys know who play sports who have rituals of any any kind know that you have to have a certain game day ritual to do it but and keep it keep that ritual going so the whole way to make sure you are doing well but they also understood what this game meant to us in general and they did not want to disappoint so um going to that is your stars of the match bam stars of the match so for me um three votes for me went straight to Sifu, scoring two goals um doing what i said he hadn't done all year which is scoring from starting the game i'll have i'll happily wear that you know come at me i'm i'll happily wear that i was only giving me the stats and he's proven me wrong which i'm happy to do week in week out so for me three votes to sifu i gave two votes to Ilya. i thought he had a great work in the center mid he stopped a lot of chances helped um push up the attack when we needed that so i gave him two votes and you can't leave vela out of votes for the game he played so i've given one vote to vela um joseph went through he did three votes to sifu two votes to vela and one vote to max um with max for him he said that he stopped two chances for him by himself so with that you he had to give him a point what about you tony um sifu has to be my top star of the game of the game um, like i said he he showed up uh i know goal scorers do get more of the uh the the praise for scoring them but sifu on and off the field that game was the star of the game and there and this is the reason why we've he was pretty much that's why we did the star of the match for him um again vela vela no with no vela no party no nothing he gets my second star and honestly for my last one uh kind of want um, like pretty much the midfield the whole the whole the whole way just because they controlled that middle really well so i would just say the midfield in general so acosta Elie, and c already got the third star so those are the other yeah. two that would get it so again so that would be my last star so it would be a tie between those two yeah no no that that's a fair shout like it it was another game where you could give out more than three stars, but unfortunately we're going to try and restrict it to the three stars. So that way we keep it flowing for the whole, whole year. Um, from that, mm-hmm. uh, any club and community news there, Tony? Um, just watch parties, watch parties, watch parties. As you know, if we are away to Nashville, I know some of our, some of our 3252 brethren are already out there enjoying Nashville as the way it is. Um, as you know, um, Black Army is being at a SMP sports bar, sports bar restaurant in Santa Fe. So it's like um, it's where we're usually at. There are a couple more. They've just been posting sporadically through the day. 
Um, and honestly, uh, we'll post those in the ch in the Instagram later tomorrow and going forward. But the other one I have to mention is, of course, um, we've been pushing a little bit more for a 3252 membership to help out with TIFOs, uh, flags, all that stuff. As you saw, it's not just goes to TIFOs. We also have other projects that we blow up in, in the North End that we need to do. So if you haven't signed up for a 3252 membership, uh, please signed up. You, again, it helps us. It helps um, pretty much the uh, supporters. Um, the supporter culture grow as well, and then also helps new members like like to join the thirty two fifty two officially. So um, remember, just signed up thirty dollars, thirty five dollars with shipping. You get a new, the new pin, scarf, a mask, and yeah, and pretty much uh, discounts to them. I believe the HQ. So, yeah. So, like, definitely sign up for it. You know, the money isn't going in someone's pocket. It's going to help with all the tifos, all the flags, all that kind of stuff. It goes in to helps out the community as well. So, definitely sign up for that as well. Um, do listen to comments or black and gold vinyl minute. What do you want to do first? Let's go vinyl club before we get into comments because I feel like we need some rocking music to go for it. So. Exactly. What do we choose? Uh, we end up leaving this to Joseph because you know got got to keep him involved somehow while he's not here. Um, we've decided to go with "Hardwired to Self Destruct" by Metallica. The <laughs> album came out in 2016, and the song from that that we've really gone for is "Where Is It?" Here comes revenge for the revenge that we put on Carson for knocking us out of the U.S. Open. So for that. We went with Metallica this this one. Metallica is always great to listen to, jam out in the car. So definitely a vote for me for that one. No, hundred percent. Metallica is always like one of my go to skate skate songs when I'm skating like in the bulls or like snake snake runs and stuff like that. It's just a good pump up energy and stuff like that. And of course, as most of you have noticed and are going all over social media, the uh, um. It's, uh, Stranger Things, uh, Ma Puppet Ma uh, Master of Puppets, or I forgot the song at the moment, but going yeah. crazy with that. So um, definitely, well, yeah. like, like yes, um, they are not from Carson, but there's no one that really wants to be big from Carson. So we're going with something different this time because there's nothing in Carson. So <laughs> <laughs> IKEA, you can get a nice, nice like furniture well, from them. In that case, we're with a with a what Swedish band? We should have done that instead. <laughs> yeah, but I'd rather go to Burbank to be honest. I'm going to IKEA. It's closer and it's a better looking one. It's the biggest one better. So I guess exactly, exactly better out here. So with that coming, with that, let's get into the reaction, shall we? So let's go up to the very top. Um, it's Jubilee comes in with "Let's Go." Sean, what's up? One only Ox. Yo, what's going on, Ox? Hope you're doing well what? out there. Dude, what's up, Ox? Shout out to you for that cool, um, like wooden thing that you gave to Joseph and everything like that. That was really sick. And also seeing you and everything was really cool to see you again. Like again, can't wait to see you again. Um, I'll try to go to the Kansas City one, but I think I may have to uh skip this year, but I'll make sure to make a trip out to see you out there, man. Definitely, it's always good catching with Ox, and we all know that Papa Ox is the better Ox. <laughs> uh, B 
Burke is still flying from that win last week. I think we all are. Um, doing mm-hmm. it's it was a magnificent game, so we're all definitely flying from that. Um, assumably, you you got this, boys. Do we though? Do we really got this? <laughs> <laughs> Daniel, hey everybody, what's going on, Daniel? Uh, from Anthony Bermudez, new player for LFC, Adrian Finn, midfielder from Germany. Not sure he's DP. I doubt he'll be a DP. Um, I can see him. He wants he wants to revigorate his career, so it might be good to come here, get some playing time, then head back overseas. Um, yep, game money. Definitely take that from game money. Um, LFC Wolf in the house. Good evening. What a clash go on Friday evening. Finally, the win. Great to see you, Tony. Yeah, it was great to see you, Wolf. Again, man, I was excited. I was just so tired and beat after that game. And um, I wanted to celebrate you, but I did enjoy that hug and that pickup and everything. And you you carried us. And we, like I said, it was one of those moments that I will cherish moving forward, like I said, because this is what the community is. It's like we bond over things. And no matter what energy we are, we just – we have to celebrate. So shout out to you, Wolf. Yeah. Ox talking about Barca. Um, yep. Wolf too. It was awesome. Loved energy. Sorry to randomly come up to, to you, Tony, but damn it, I needed that hug. <laughs> Tony, good, hugs are, Tony hugs are always good hugs, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, Daniel, want to see the club get back to its earlier ways, players with high upside potential and unknown ceilings. It's always good to see that. And that's one thing that. I would say that we've always done quite well is finding players with massive potentials and putting them into that up to that. What do you think about that, Tony? Um, it is the way like, again, like we, that is always going to be our mentality moving forward. We're trying to find those unknown stars from any league. Again, Chicho Arango, when we first picked him up, no one was talking about him unless you knew the Colombian league. Uh, but Again, this year we were this. We decided to knuckle down, and like I said, this is this year is cup or bust. It there's no excuses. There's no nothing. We're trying to go for it and kind of beat. Like we're on pretty much on pace to beat records is the best way to say it. And we're moving forward. We have the right we have the right potential. But I still do like that we're still looking at younger talent bringing in new talents, drafting talent, because again, as most of you know, we drafted Danny Trejo from the MLS draft and he is, and he's going strong in the lights and you see what he's done with us. So he is a potential moving forward to a replace somebody or B to sell off and we can make some money off of him as well. Uh, definitely hundred percent. Um, Daniel, again, I was at home sick with COVID, but watching the game, blasting on speakers and yelling like crazy and seeing along the chance neighbors because I'm crazy for sure. We're all crazy in the football world. But I do have to say, thank you for staying home with COVID. Thank you for doing that. Because at the moment, with what's going on in Australia here and what I'm hearing over there too, if you're sick, just stay home. It's not worth going out. That's definitely for sure. Um, Daniel, again, I'm so disappointed I never hear anyone giving props to Killian Acosta. Put some respect on his name. Look, it's not that we don't respect him. It's just that, how to say, he's doing his job and he's doing a great job, but wanted to step up a little bit more on it for me. That's for sure. 
he just gets lost in the shuffle. It's not even like he Acosta is a great player, and there's a reason why he's like he was touted to go to Europe before we got him, and that's his end his end goal. Um, is just on this team and as the the best kind of like comparison I can do that is um, Real Madrid during their golden age. Again, the reason I do this because again, as y'all know, I'm one. I'm a magista. Is Benzema is a killer forward, but with who he had up top with Bale was Cristiano scoring those ball, like baller ass goal of the year goals it was cut he was kind of left in kind of left on the back burner until they left and you people have finally seen that he is as they call him the king i call him the king of madrid most people call him the king but it, it just takes like that so acosta's not his his efforts are not getting lost to people who know what he's doing it's just you have to go above and beyond even your highest level to get even that much love in this game but we as supporters love Acosta and we know what he's doing for us so he's going to keep pushing forward so definitely 100% there LA so Wolf chiming back in um this was the Velo assist it was not a shot it was not a pass it was absolute magic it was Velo evolved for that's definitely there mm-hmm. um Daniel obviously extremely happy with the result but we're going to address the deficiencies super sloppy outlet passes and not enough effort closing on their crosses and playing too deep on defense in the second phase. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, something that we do work on. But then I'll just throw it back out there. From our defense last year, year before to the defense now, it has improved a lot. So it always will be improving, always be getting better. Definitely everyone, especially the coaches, know what to change for that. Exactly. And it's like I said, um, it's 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 a work in progress like that's why we have the season to do it um fortunately unfortunately and unfortunately for us it's a playoff system so you're not the champions of the league unless you win the playoff the playoffs in the mls cup final um so this is our way to in big games like this we can go back to him like we can go back to videotapes and go move forward of like we need to do this we need to do that we need to like break this down and this is why we have a, a a caliber defender like Chiellini to show that we need to not only get better at it and of course move forward but kind of like like nitpick because again you learn more from a loss than a win so at this point we have to be nitpicky as hell and you're right to to honestly bring that up yeah uh, it brings up who won the clean sheet. We all won the clean sheet. Everyone wants a clean sheet. Max definitely wants a clean sheet. That's for sure. Oh yeah, that like I said, he, he, he. That's all he wants, and that's all he he cares for. And as a keeper, that's that's all you want. But again, as much as I, I wanted a freaking blowout, and I thought I was gonna get a blowout, but unfortunately, we couldn't have the best. Okay, so we I think we 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 haven't. Uh, talk about the elephant in the room we beat carson without Kilini and bale on the field mind you our two what our two stars that everyone's touting and we've getting like recognitions from around the world did not even play this game and we ended up beating them with the players that we have so moving forward just think how much better we'll be 
with a world-class striker and a world-class defender in the back. Oh, d definitely. Putting those two people in there is going to be a massive, massive difference for us. Uh, the Wolves, talking about the Vela and Chicho connection, three games in a row, masterclass. Yeah, th they've clicked. They have absolutely clicked, that's for sure. So looking forward to see what the rest of the season brings for them. Uh, no Plasos in for the Nashville match with Esplan and Hollingheads. Really putting in 90-minute shifts, especially in the same game, we'll see his a three center back formation. We'll get into that a little bit later. Uh, Gozing gives his votes of Sifu, Vela, and Acosta. Uh, no votes for Chicho. Do we take his goals for granted? No, we don't take these goals for granted. But as I said from the beginning, for me, I'm voting on not only the work effort of scoring goals, but work effort off the ball and all that too. And I just, for me, he he was I mean, he would be on my fourth pick. So just because we don't pick, pick him for scoring goals, doesn't mean that we're not appreciating his goals. That's for sure. No, and like I said, and Chicho was like we, we appreciate him. It, it like I said, our our three stars is always the hardest things to pick because it's like we do have our favorites. Like again, everyone has a favorite player on a team on the team. Some people do, some people don't. But when it comes to these games, we. Honestly, um, Bam, Joseph, and myself, we look at this game over and over and over again, trying to see what we're missing. And again, Chicho is, uh, there is no way he, we, there's no reason why he shouldn't get a star or anything like that. It's just more of, he is on a, he has on, he's on pace to catch up with, to be probably a top scorer for us and number nine, but it's again, it's it, this is one of the hardest things because it just feels like we're disappointing players. And, and it's again, I don't, they may listen to their podcast, may not, but it's just like we don't want to disappoint our, 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 <laughs> like, our friends. We just got to be honest. And again, this is why yeah. we give it up to you guys as well to vote for, for as well because it's not just our votes, it's your votes as well. Yeah, everyone's voice at Canada and all that too so we're all in that together um back down to the ox it was good seeing you as well tony hope you do get out there soon um he agrees that papa ox is the best ox yeah everyone agrees with that so it's mm -hmm. good to know <laughs> um got jose Rendon in here my black and gold vinyl club pick is in the city from the jam have to look that one up not too sure about that um <laughs> It's a good song, honestly. Like, like I said, it's a, it's a really cool like pick. And nice. so, like I said, Ox back in. I'm glad you like the wooden piece, Tony. We're working on some more soon. Have you get one done for for me over here? I'll definitely take that. That's for sure, dude. It it was like it was a solid piece. If you like, I like you saw it. I posted on our on our Instagram for stories, and it was like a, such a cool piece, like to hang in the background or something. And um. It, like I said, for I know that took time and like to get everything right. And again, go for it, man. Definitely, definitely. It was beautiful piece of artwork. Um, Ox says the best thing about the match was being able to share the moments with his son and his pops, and of course, the rest of the black and gold family, which is what I enjoy about it as well. Like when I come over, I don't see Tony. Joseph as my co-host, as my mates, they're more my family over there. You know, we get to hang out, 
We have to talk about the game, enjoy the game, party and all that kind of too. So definitely one thing I love about going over for the games is definitely the family atmosphere. That's for sure. No. Yeah. It's like I said, these are these moments like those, like you never forget, like you remember those times and you cherish them and sports brings honestly a lot of families together, a lot of friends together and, you make new friends out of this. You know what I mean? This is why Joseph and Jerry started this podcast. You know what I mean? It was, you know, the love, Jerry's love for passion football and Joseph's love for passion football. Like, again, this, this was Joseph's outlet when he was president to talks, to talk football. And we, it turned it into more to like, you know, what we have it today. You know what I mean? We're going what 245 episodes strong and we'll keep continuing and because we love this game. We love making new friends. We love meeting new listeners. We, this is, this is not a job. This is more of like a passion project is the best way to say it. Yeah, d- definitely hundred percent. Like when Joseph asked me wanting to come on the podcast, I jumped and went yes straight away. Cause being so far away, not seeing you guys as much as I would love to, it, it feels good to be able to sit here, especially everyone in the, in the chat here too, just talking football with you. We all love talking about football. Like We could go on for hours and hours talking about LAFC, talking about the EPL, talking about um, Spanish Everything. football, Scottish football, What talking about fourth division Iranian <laughs> football. We'll find something and we'll always talk about it. That's definitely for sure. Uh, see what we've got, we've got here. We've got Wolf, LFC Wolf again. Acosta is awesome, but it's too much on his plate. I would agree with that. Kalini, you will see the Acosta come out, believe me. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> and then he goes on to say, a true veteran coordination, tactical movement, relieving tension and stress, allowing players to do their role. That's definitely, definitely mm-hmm. true. Like, seeing when Kalini comes into this starting lineup, or even as a sub, I'm really looking forward to seeing what movements will be out there on the field, but who wouldn't take a back seat to his role being out there. That's what I want. I'm looking forward to seeing. And then we also got Law Mini Trash Can. Yo, what's going on? What's going on? So um again, we're going to go bring to the now Nashville. So if you have any more comments, we'll come back to you guys. So just keep getting into reactions, hot takes, whatever you feel like saying. Um again, there's no dumb comments. And we'll try the best way to educate you guys with this moving forward. So with that moving forward, with that moving forward, we play Nashville this Sunday. And what is the runner form of this of Nashville as of yet, Bam? Uh Nashville, um, the last three games, they're one win, one loss, one draw. Their one loss came away to Charlotte, which was a four-one away loss. So a bit of a hiding there by Charlotte. Their draw was a 2-2 home draw to Portland, and their very last game was a 1-0 win against Seattle the other day, which watching the game was actually a really good game. Uh, so, Tony, who's stand, standing out for you for Nashville? So, for the um, the good, the bad, and the ugly, um, the ug- again, we say this as in the ugly, and that's bad for us, and that's how we're why I usually do this, is Nashville's defense with our former... Um, leader in the pack, Walker Zimmerman, and it that defensive presence back there is really dominant. It's very tight-knit, and there's a reason why 
um, Nashville went after Zimmerman to build their defensive presence behind that. So uh, that is one of the moments, uh, one of their good points. The other good point for them, the bad for us, is Handy Mukhtar with 11 goals and pretty much MVP candidate for this season. That dude is balling out over there, and he is a danger in front of the goal, outside the goal, outside the box. It's He's one of those players to watch out for. And the good for us is the uh, this could be the first time we see Bale and Chiellini start in the black in the black and gold colors. So we shall see how they move potentially wise. So um, what is the uh, system for Nashville, Bam, and potential of who we can see? All right. So for Nashville, um, I guess the Charlotte when they got smacked. 4-1, they played a 3-5-2, so I don't expect them to do that, but they generally play a 4-4-2. So they have um, probably uh, Willis in goal for them. Um, Zimmerman will start for sure. He'll definitely start with that. They normally run with Miller, Romney, and Lovitz in the back. Um, so I expect to see them playing again too. Um, probably see McCartney, Davis, Lille, and Hackerson in the mid. And up top, they like running with um, Mokta and Sapong. So I expect to see those two up there for them. For us, um, we've still got some outs. So Gaines is still out. Um, and B-Rod and Ismail Trudeau-Shadi are still out questionable. So I don't expect them to be making the trip over. Mm-hmm. Without, the mo- without the moment, the way we're playing... Unless they're hundred percent running hundred meter sprints, it's not worth starting any of them. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, we also will be missing uh, pluses on yellow cards because it's been too much of a naughty boy with that. <laughs> <laughs> so with that, our potential lineup. Well, we obviously know who's going to be in goals. That's that's definitely a given. Like mm-hmm. Max is going to be in goals regardless of that. Who who do you see for our defense? Um, to be honest with, with Handy, with Mukhtar pretty much being dominant in the field, I do see, um, I almost want to see Fall in this lineup just because of his speed and height of it. But I did, again, I kind of don't want to break up the, uh, Ibage, uh, Mario, um, connection because they've been doing great for us in the beginning moments of the game. Maybe you bring in Fall later on. Of course, you can bring in Kalini to help out with that, with his experience with um, Manny because Kalini uh, could probably shut him down and give him, as Joseph says, the Black Arts. Um, I do see, as it being a very grass field, I do see Escobar probably starting as well and. Uh, Holling said maybe play on the right again yeah. it's a very like I said we I would love to see Palacios there because he would help a lot out there but again we don't have him moving forward for this game yeah for for, for me I I see we're going to do something different I can see Escobar and Hollingshead starting out on the sides mm-hmm. um I'm going to throw a spanner there, and I'm going to say that Fall's going to go into the mid with Kalini. 
I'm going to see those two starting in the mid together. I'm going to make something, throw out there a little bit different. I can see Ibiaga and Murillo have been going really well, but I reckon they do deserve to have a have a break. And with that, with Fall in there for his speed and Cleany in there for his experience, I can see that being the change in the back there. For the mid, uh, same again. I'm going to go Sifu, Ilya, and Acosta for the mid. Yeah, there's like I said, there's no change. If it was a, if we did have a game on Wednesday, then I could see we changing up the lineup. But since we've pretty much had like, we'll have a full week plus two days, plus. two days extra to rest. I do not see us changing that lineup at all. So, yeah, Acosta, Ilya, Sifu. Oh, what about the forwards? Because we do have a new shiny new little toy that the world would love to see against Nashville. And I know most people in Nashville would love to see because, again, very rare to see a very world-class striker on the ML, on the U.S. grounds in a season match. Definitely, especially in Nashville too. Um, I'm going I'm to be greedy. I'm going to be selfish, say he doesn't travel. He's gonna. He's not gonna step foot on until he's stepping foot on at the Bank of California Stadium. I'm gonna be selfish and say I don't want him to start until he starts at home. Mm-hmm. Don't want him to play. So for me, I don't think he's gonna do it. I think it's gonna be Villa, Chicho, and Opoku starting up top. Um, I do see Bale starting. To be honest, like I feel like this will kind of be a kind of a tr- with the importance of this match i feel like bale could potentially start and i would love him to start i maybe see him as a substitution so i will we will see i believe we will see him in this game 100 percent. yep um starting wise greedy wise i would love to see him start but um if he doesn't start it's going to i see vela chicho and apoku as well like as you said because again you can't break up Vela and Chicho at the moment. Um, they are clicking really well, and Chicho is just honestly, it's going to be kind of hard to get him off that starting spot. But again, it's going to be great to have him off the bench when we need those grinder goals late in the game or to oh. give some people rest. So, yeah, 100%, 100%. Like, I can see a lot more changes happening in the future, especially for. I want to say non-important games, but non-important games, if that mm. makes sense. It's a for the games against RSL, you know, all the Colorado, maybe SKC, the ones that are down the bottom of the ladder. I can see us resting a few players for those ones, so that mm. when we do face the lights, like the Seattle Sanders and all that, we have a fresher um, st- starting eleven. So. Mm-hmm. As I said, like it was more just je- just jealousy and wanting to just play his first game at the bank, but I do see him coming off the bench for us in Nashville. That's definitely for sure. Exactly, like I said, this this game is important not just for us being back in um, first place because as of right now we are in second with one game in hand. Um, Austin yeah. has play 20 games we played 19 so we still have one game in hand to catch up and jump them if we need to but exactly 
the other the other big important part of this is also Nashville is also right below us in third place. And again, this could be a lead up to potentially a conference finals or a conference semifinals because it's going to be between Austin and Nashville at this this year. Um, Nash Nashville has been doing really well this 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 season, and again, handy. Um, Mukhtar is balling out again. He's an MVP MVP candidate. Austin is, of course, doing their their greatest thing. But again, they are very LAFC 2.0. I don't want to. Yeah. Again, that's that's how it that's how it goes. Again, when we were going through our run in 2019, we were called Atlanta 2.0 because that's the same thing that happened. They we come out blazing and second season, so they get the stigma, unfortunately, of being called LAFC 2.0 and moving forward. So again, this this game is, is, is an important match. Um, I would love to come out with three points. Um and I don't expect a high scoring game. It's going to be a very like in your face kind of game because that's how Nashville is. It, they are very flashy when it comes them to the front, but if with the defensive ways in the back in our backfield that we have, if we can just shut them down, it's going to be a special moment by a special player to win this game. Is the best way to say this. Oh, definitely. Like I can see this game coming down to that ninety-second minute goal to win the game for either side. Like it's going to be a very tough game. That's a hundred percent sure about that. Nashville at home are a really good team. Nashville away are a good team this year. Like you know, they're currently eight wins, six draws, six losses. So they are nine points behind us in the standings, but we still got a game in hand. It's going to be, I'm really going to keep an eye on them for the rest of the season to see how they go. The same with like Austin. As I've been saying all year, Austin, you got to keep an eye out for. They are doing great things this year. And for them to be a point above us playing 20 games for our 19, even if we draw this game, we'll still be behind them as they've got a better goal difference. We'll be the same wins, same draws, same losses. But their goal difference is better than ours. They're scoring more goals, but they're also conceding more goals. So their goal difference is a plus 18, while we're currently a plus 17. So that's one thing you definitely got to look out for. As for the referee for this match, we're going to be having... It's actually not that bad. We've got Drew Fisher refereeing this match for us this this time. This year, he's done eight games. Um, None of those games have been a draw. So it's been 50% home wins, 50% away wins. Which you don't really see that too much. So we'll take that. He's averaging 23.13 fouls per game with 3.75 yellows and 0.63 reds. Um, it's going to be his first LFC game this year and his first Nashville game this year. So he, I'm looking forward to see how he does that. He's done two LFC away games, one loss and one draw. And he's done four Nashville home games with one win, one loss, and two draws for them. So it's fairly, fairly even across the board. So hopefully it'll stay that way and we might be able to get our first win with him away. So we'll definitely take that. Um, going on from there, 
You got anything else you want to put in there? Um, just like I said, this is like again, it's a Sunday game. It's I believe at five o'clock uh our time, five thirty if I remember right. So yeah, uh, yeah five thirty Sunday. Mm-hmm. What is that for Australian time for you, mate? Uh ten thirty AM. Oh, that's not too bad. You get a uh, yeah, for, for, for a Sunday. Yeah. Monday, Monday, Monday. Oh yeah, I forgot. You are Monday. in the future. <laughs> yeah, it's said. our. Yeah, it's one of the earlier games left for the year. So with that, I'll happily take a ten thirty. That's mm. for sure. So um, it's it's a prime time game again. This is this is could be a potential conference final matchup for us. Again, the other one could be Austin. It is a game to watch. It we'll see what we are made of. Again, it's not we we need to of course beat the teams below but below us a hundred percent. But the test of how truly we need to progress and what we need to fix are games like this against the top tiers in the of the top of the tables against the Austins, against the Nashvilles, and everything at the moment. Oh, so, definitely. Like go. for me, it's also. Playing against Walker Zimmerman, mm-hmm. one of one of our, our first players, or that who, when he departed, the fans weren't always the nicest at the time with some other players that have departed us. Mm-hmm. But what he's done in Nashville shows what we we could have still had, but at the time we let him go. So for everything he's done for Nashville, you can't hate on him. You know it's. You got to show him the respect that he definitely deserves. So with that, with those players coming back and facing us, you know it's going to be a definite hard ask for them. No, hundred percent. And like I said, like we never, it was a shock to the system when we found out that Zimmerman was pretty much sold to Nashville for what what we got from him. And again, we did make up with all the the pretty much like the incentives with him for the deal that we got for him, but he wasn't a player that we needed to sell. And again, that he it will always be one, uh, like always loved here. Again, I feel like I feel when he sees the 3252, he'll acknowledge us again. It's going to be hard because I feel now he's more of a Nashville boy. And I mean that as in like that's his home, that's his home, that's his that's his club, that's everything for him. But it's one of going to be those things like again, no one was no one was no everyone was more upset that we sold them than him leaving is the best way to say it. It wasn't a great we got rid of him good now we can move on forward. It's we've been trying to fill what he was in the backfield because he was one of our defensive pillars and it was really hard to kind of replace them and it honestly we've done really well and there's been some blessings on the uh the on the back that we've gotten from and so we've seen fall we've seen the uh, the of keeling and everything so again can't wait to see this game um get out there when you can and um yeah any so let's what's what's you guys' reaction? Let's go back to the comments and see what you guys have to say. Yeah, let's see what we got in the comments. Um, not many more, but we got uh, Daniel back in there. I thought Makta should have won MVP last year. 
the way he's going, he's going to win it this year. That's for sure. It's he's scoring goals for front center. Like if you go back and watch the highlights from their last game and the goal he scored, it was a beautiful run of play set up, intercept in the defense, passing midfield, chip over to him, running onto it with a beautiful goal. So definitely get a chance to go back and look at that. That's for sure. Uh, got obviously Wolf back. Uh, first time ever, I was screaming my lungs out for the Smurfs. He's t- obviously talking about the Carson San Jose game. The fact they took the win against the Clowns. Clowns have lower tendencies, truly made Friday feel a thousand times better. Definitely 100% there. But that being said, though, Quakes almost blew a 3 0 lead. That's that's the scary part. It wasn't even that, to be honest. Like that, that whole game was just hilarious like from the tifo to to the like i under like it it was just a well unattended game and again that that mess down there is the it's not what it used to be is the best way to say it like i want them to be better so the the games are better and like the the rivalry is bigger than what it is because honestly the five years we've been in this league they have been nothing one playoff appearance and we knocked them out but other than that it's been a a a a kind of a clown show down there there yeah they just they're still stuck in mls 1.0 where they could just try to bring in a name for ticket sales and again that does not it it, the league does not run on that anymore yes we are bringing in big name players like we we are like we are like bale and Chiellini, but our main goal is to win cups and be not just dominant in our own league but dominant internationally is that's what our main goal is yeah, de- definitely, hundred percent. There, like, they're stuck in the in the history books. Yes, they've got trophies. Yes, they got all that kind of stuff. But that was before we came into the league. Since we've come into the league, what have they done besides having a hundred percent record against us in their home? They haven't done anything outside of that. With with some, with the way the league's going at the moment, you need to be better so that the world's eyes are on you. You see, with all the players too, players are picking to come to us because we're more on the global stage than they are at the moment. They haven't been doing anything. We've been making playoffs. We've been having MVPs, breaking goal-scoring records, all that kind of stuff. So players hear LAFC a lot more in the cir- in the football circles around the world. So with that, we need to always try and make sure that each team's getting better and better. Like I want to see Nashville do great. I want to see Charlotte do great. I want to see a lot of teams do great because with them doing better, it'll put more focus on us to do better as well. So play against the best, be the best. You always got to beat the best. That's definitely for sure. And like as Ox says, we need to be better when it comes to facing them in their home. 100%, definitely. So next year when we play them in their home, Definitely going to do that. Uh, Ox talking about how Bale needs to not play this game, but f- play his SKC the week after. 
Of course, because Ox wants to be the first one to see him. I, I don't, exactly. I, hey, I don't mind that Ox needs to win here and there, but uh, yeah. yeah. And I, I can see a lot of people making last-minute drives across the country because I know there's a couple that are driving across in Nashville at the moment with the hopes of seeing Bale play this weekend. So for those that are driving across there, safe drive safe. That's definitely for sure. Good luck. Uh, I did the drive to Texas, and that was a BIC teach and a half. So um, yeah. good luck. Stay safe. Hopefully you have co-drivers to help you on the drive there because driving there to Texas was hell. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I've done the drive to Vegas, and that's enough for me. <laughs> Once did that's the <laughs> Vegas. The Vegas drive is not as bad as as you think it is. It's literally just a straight ahead shot, and that's nothing else. It's like maybe top six hours, four hours if you're trying to if you're speeding. There's no cops on the on the on the road. Yeah, no. We, we normally normally do the fly to Vegas, spend a couple nights in Vegas drive back to LA, leave the car. That's what we normally do. So that's always some of the best ones. Uh, that looks like it for all the comments. So any final thoughts, Tony? Mm, so we're up to final thoughts. So well, I guess we'll start it off with me then. So final comments and final thoughts of the, of the thing is we made it. <laughs> we did our first pod without Joseph. This is a very first and weird because there's no jerry there's no joseph and it's the two new guys that are jumped in so congratulations to us that we made it through hopefully it was enjoyable for you guys and it was fun to listen to us kind of take over the pod for the day um with people traveling to nashville be be safe out there um Broken horse, just beating it like with a stick is COVID's on the rise. Uh, there was a couple outbreaks during the game. So um, that's why that's I just be safe out there. Um, make sure you be as safe as you can. Um, let's get these three points. It's going to be fun to be seeing our boys do it out there. That stadium from every angle looks beautiful. Um, try some, I, I think, Ooh, this is in Nashville. I kind of hope people go to, uh, the, uh, what is, um, uh, what is Elvis's, uh, mansion or, uh, Graceville or something. Do you know what I'm talking so. about? Ben? Yeah. Um, so go visit that. Also watch the movie. It's a really good movie. Um, you kind of understand. Thank you, Graceland. Thank you, Ox. Uh, Graceland. And, um, it's a really good movie. You kind of understand, uh, Elvis's story and how the industry kind of failed him in the long term. It's, it's like I said, love doing this pod. I wish Joseph was with us because I know he enjoyed. Oh, that's in Memphis. Joseph said, my bad. It's still close enough to Nashville. I feel like it's like a hop, skip, and a jump. <laughs> it's all in that area. It's all in that area. Yeah, see? It's in the, in the United States. Just go. Again, never was good at geography in the United States. World, pretty good. But, <laughs> but 
ge U.S. geography, I, I only know the East Coast and I only know the West Coast. In the middle, it's kind of a blob kind of thing, unless it's Texas, because you don't mess with Texas and Texas isn't around the world and stuff like that. But um, I know Joseph wanted to be on the pod tonight because it's like, it is like, I know he wanted to celebrate with all of you out there. So um, like I said, let's get these three points and um, let's go LAFC. Definitely, definitely. For me, final thoughts. Um, I'm going to throw it out there. Ibiaga, Blessing, Bale, Kalini haven't scored this season. So, you know, going to do something th this game. I'd like to see it because, um, you know, Ox called me out. Oh, sorry, um, Punk called me out in the on Twitter for calling out Sifu for only scoring off the bench. So with that, I'm going to call those four out because they haven't scored for us yet this season. So... Let's see what you do this game. Uh, thanks to everyone for being here with me, taking over for the show. If you didn't like the show, my name is Joseph. If you love the show, my name's Bam. <laughs> well, to go from that. And with that, if if you've got nothing on tonight in about uh, four and a half hours, Manchester United is kicking off against Melbourne Victory here in Melbourne. So I think that might be on Paramount Plus for you guys over there. That's what it's on here. If you're still asleep, that's good. Enjoy your rest. Those going to the game, be safe out there. Those going to watch parties, don't drink and drive. Look after each other. If you're not feeling well, stay home. Just It's not worth going out, getting everyone sick. So with all that, again, thanks to everyone. And final word of the day, Tony? Stay golden. And from me, stay golden. for listening to the heart of lafc make sure to leave us a rating and review on itunes or stitcher shoulder to shoulder the black and gold is taking over <laughs>